Well, howdy! Mel, why don't you introduce us today? Hi. This. Are you gonna let me? Or yeah, go! Interrupt me the whole time. Hi, this is Mel and Tim from Smarter Bodies. We're gonna talk crap today about someone. Mel's in a great mood. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how great of a mood you're in today, I, Mel? Like, I need my period to happen Do you want so, this trumpet? So badly. So it can just, the evil needs to leave my body. <laughs> <laughs> so that I don't, but I'm, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all this pent up Shakti energy. Don't ever <laughs> say that again. By the way, you need to be on this angle. Basically both of our heads. No, stop, Hello. not there. <laughs> what so, episode is this? This is uh, Smarter know. Bodies Podcast 9. Mm. So I'm going to start off by saying... I'm going to keep drinking from you the whole time. That's fine. I don't, I don't really care. Because it's not like you... Haven't done it before. Yeah. Um, so, website, www.smarterbodies.com. We also have a book available, which is Exposing Yoga Myths. Um, it's almost our one-year anniversary of when we released the book, October 15th. That is so dope. So dope. Buy it. You can buy it hard copy. You can buy an ebook, which is only $8. And um, 100% of your pro- your proceeds will go to helping women who are in need, meaning myself, Mel, <laughs> and Ariana. So, <laughs> well, yeah. we try to bring more real yoga to, I can't even say real yoga. I can't no, it's that. not, because it's but whatever. Like, information. We're real trying to bring real information. And I want to give a, a special shout out to my friend Maria who works out at West End Health and Fitness with me, who's been listening to our podcast. Oh, hi, Maria. Regularly and loves it. And wow. And Maria is a uh, sign language interpreter. For? For people. What the fuck? For well, but like for... Oh, not for like... particular... Yeah. <clears throat> she gets to do like special events. She's going to Comic-Con for someone. That that's a really cool... Maria, you can go to Comic-Con with my boyfriend who wants me to go and I have no interest in going, so please. Please go to Comic-Con with uh, Tim's boyfriend and then I think we should have Maria on the podcast at some point. I would love to, to talk have about like... Maria on the podcast. Because she told me something fascinating that she will embody the signing of the person of the personality of the person she's signing for uh, other than herself. That makes sense. And it's I'm another way of fascinated by that somatic body thing. So, yep, Maria's going to be on here at some point. Hi, Maria, though. Hi, Maria. Uh, okay, so today <laughs> we... My mouth is full, sorry. I'm, what? I'm, I'm, you can see it. My mouth is full. I apologize. It's getting hard to breathe. Well, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so today we're going to talk about... Um, dude, are you sure you didn't change this? I swear to God I didn't put fitness promises. I think you went in and changed dude, it. Dude, I didn't... Okay. I was too busy shopping yesterday. Awesome. Uh, I actually hate shopping. Mm-hmm. Like, but I really hate shopping. I, I had fun shopping. I got to get, like, spices and stuff for my cat. Oh, so we don't currently have sponsors. I would like sponsors, though. So I'm just going to give random product endorsements and things that I hate um, right. during the podcast at random times. Um, so, Dolce, yeah. Dolce & Gabbana wants to no. sponsor us at any point. I'll so I don't know that. if people, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm very, very ethical with the way that I spend my money, and I think that how you spend your money is actually the loudest form of protest. So there are a lot of companies that I straight up just don't buy from. Me too. Um, Lululemon is one of them. You buy their shit. I haven't bought anything there in years. I would like to just put that out there. I don't know if I would never do it again. Probably because now I know you feel strongly about it. I probably won't be. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to buy anything there again because of you. Yeah, don't. So, I don't buy their stuff. Um, There's been a lot of controversial things said by their CEO. I mean, I I do think they... He's no longer the CEO. I don't give a shit. I just don't. And plus, $100 for a pair of fucking pants is just too much money. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so I don't buy from them. I don't buy from Apple. There's a lot of things. Apple? um, Yeah. Why? There's a lot of reasons. Are they mean to Asians? No, apparently some... Where they get some of their product is, like, illegally mined from places in Africa. It's... Trust me, I like, <laughs> I do an absurd amount of research on things, and this is why I don't have nice things. Why? This is why I don't have nice I things. I have nice things, and that's why my nice things are expensive, because they're all, like, made here, or, like, they're not made under the, you know, the parameters of some de- human degradation, so that right. costs money. That's why I only have, like, 
oh, you know, like I'll have like one nice pair of shoes as opposed to like 10 or like right. one nice outfit as opposed to the three from Forever 21. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Right. So anyway, um, I'm very big on particular products. Uh, I actually wanted to give a shout out to Thinks. It's a company that makes period underwear and they are, um, I love their advertising. They're trying to I normalize having periods in general since it's very taboo. Um, I'm actually wearing a pair right now. And, and I hear it works really well. It actually does, I have to say. Um, it's not like sitting in a pool of your own blood. No, it is not. You can't feel anything. It's like wearing a normal pair of underwear. Like, you can tell it's not a normal pair of underwear. Is it really tight and uncomfortable? No, it's not. So the somehow the way that they've constructed, I have the hip hugger, and the way they constructed it is I can go through a wide range of movement and not feel like I'm going to be... You don't like, feel like sausage No. Can I see? Yeah. Look, and they're actually kind of cute. Oh, they are. Yeah, see? Weird. But so, so wait, you can feel that this, this is the fabric, like this yeah. part back here, not this part. Go to this part. Okay. That's the fabric but that's like... But where does the blood go? It's... So when you were in the bathroom? It's magic! <laughs> it gets <laughs> absorbed into like whatever the layers that they use. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's better than the fucking pussy trumpet I have over there. Oh. So part of it is I don't, I don't like creating waste um, with tampons and things like that. Also, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but part of the reason why Think started was because in thir- um, they... The founder found that one of the biggest issues for women in third world countries is that they're shamed by their period and they yeah. don't have a way to There's no access to like the sanitary So stuff they, for instance, have. won't go to school. Yeah. And they'll fail out of school because oh. they can't take care of themselves on their period. So part of the proceeds when you buy things underwear goes to helping women in third world, third world countries. Yeah, so first world ladies, the next time you want to like not work out because you're going to be uncomfortable your periods think about that shit or like not go to work or and if anyone from things is listening send me free underwear because it's fucking 30 dollars a pair and i'm a size small um (laughs) i'm gonna need some of that um i'm medium tell us about your pussy trumpet because it's actually a really amazing (laughs) the diva cup the diva cup yeah it's great except for it feels like i'm sticking a fucking upside down trumpet in my pussy i just want to be fair to those of us who have like barbie sized vaginas and say that not me not you <clears throat> mostly because of that human being you stubbed out no, of yourself no. one day or in general like you've just always had a giant flappy i don't vagina. have a giant flappy vagina it's which just, is why this hurts is that how you create you like fly? it actually looks like an old man's face <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyways um i agree completely with him about like i would like to not use tampons but i can't can't stick something that size. It's fucking huge. In my vagina. Without, it works. Without the proper motivation of like, no, this is going to be great in about no, 20 minutes. Listen, I've trained with this orgasm, last night. So. It works. It stays in. It. There's no leak. So use the Diva Cup, but for those of us who can't, I use organic cotton tampons from Natra Care. And they, don't, they have no applicator options, and that's my way of reducing the waste. No applicators are a great way to this go. This thing is not, like, public restroom friendly, by the way. Yeah, I also don't, I can't deal with, like, having to stick my fingers all up in there to get, like, a bloody silicone cup in a public restroom. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, let's move on. I hope boys are listening to this and getting grossed out. boys to know that vaginas do things other than just please them. So, let's go and on. And pop out babies. And pop out babies. Oh, I'm never doing on. that again. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I'm not I think doing you would it. die, actually. I think I would, too, and I'm never <clears throat> going to do it. And, yep, I'm just, I feel really okay with that. So, now that we've talked about all kinds of vagina things, vagina rage. Okay, so our actual topics. So, yeah, if anyone from Thinks want to send me send me um, underwear, I will gladly plug you in our uh, next few podcasts. Podcasts. Blogs. Yeah. Classes. <laughs> Everything. All right. I will write, I'll tattoo your name on my forehead. No, I'm just no. kidding. Do you remember the chick who did that? No, but we need to move on. Fine, whatever. Because I can't stay. Shut up. Till at 12. I have to leave. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay so uh, we're going to talk about uh, three topics. Fitness promises is the first one. Uh, the second is fitness trends. And then the third is we're actually going to talk about race and why that's important to talk about. Um, is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No. So, okay. First of all, I have so many people asking me 
oh, hey, does so-and-so thing work? Does this thing work? Does blah, blah, blah. And you see all these ads um, everywhere. You're talking about like a workout trend? Everything. Or so like a diet tea. trend? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose X amount in this amount of time. This juice cleanse, this, you know, this certain class, burn 7 million calories, all of that. Um, 7 million? No, but so here's the thing. The people who are attracted to those kinds of things, actually, let me start over. Diet and exercise, for the most part, are really the only thing that works. So wait, wait. When we say works, I want to be clear on what the intent or the goal is. Ah, uh, I see. I see. So works let me back for up even more. What? <clears throat> like, what's the preoccupation? A lot of people in my opinion, want better bodies in general. How, how, whatever they better think they're looking better looking bodies. Right, so however whatever, they define it. They but they want. don't want to put the work into it. Yeah, so they're looking for like the quick, a quick fix, fix. Or the most efficient. I think it's fair to look for the most efficient way, but I think people don't realize that even the most efficient way will uh, require work and commitment and consistency. Consistency yeah. is really hard for people. And so there's a lot... There's a lot going on. I think that in general, people have a preoccupation with the way that they look versus the way that they feel and of what course. they do for the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but you know that's the kind of society that we live in. Um, and and I want to be fair and say it's not like we float above that. We have our own ego cares. We try. Oh not no, to... I stopped giving a shit. I told you. I just I stopped even getting waxed. My fucking vagina looked like an old man's face. I told you. I wear mom shorts now. I just stopped caring, completely. I mean, I would really like to... I'm going to stop shaving my armpits. Question. Okay, but to be fair, we're still talking about things that are somewhat in the private sphere. I'm stop showering. Right. Like I'm you kidding, see, I'm we, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm Okay, so when Kim is demonstrating that she has... She's not buying into particular social standards as much as, a, like, that are imposed as other women do. I'm going to say that I still go and have myself, you know, like, crimped and waxed in certain ways and... I'm not going to pretend that I don't want a nice haircut, like, or that I, even though my focus personally is on strength and, and, uh, functionality in my life and movement. Functionality? Um, functionality? Functionality. <laughs> I went to Smith College. I'll say what the hell the fuck I want. Um, okay. But I, I'm not, I don't want to, I think it's a more powerful message that we talk about this when we also acknowledge that we have our own egos. Mm-hmm. Everybody And does. our own biases it's- and that. Totally normal. Like, everybody, everybody, 90% of the of United States people um, care about their bodies and how they look in a certain way. Yeah, no. And, and I, I was I was completely joking, by the way. Like, that it doesn't look like an old man's face? <laughs> See, I just brought it around. Oh, it always Full talks circle. to me about my vagina. Full circle. Um, it's fascinating to me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fascinating when I told you the other day, and you were horrified. I was initially horrified. Um, but so yeah, people. I think it's okay for people to want to look a certain way, but yeah. people still have to understand that, particularly when your focus is going to be on looks, that a that's going to be a bit, of, in my opinion, if mm-hmm. I may just take over for yeah, a second. Yeah, of course. In my opinion, once you put the focus solely on looks, it's going to be a little bit of a failing battle or a setup for failure because it is it will always be temporary only and always be temporary not only will it only be temporary but you will never be good enough in your own mind yeah i know people who have six packs they are a size two they're this they're that they're things that other people want to be and they're not happy with their own bodies yeah and and there's a lot of projection we do onto others like um like Instagram people who post pictures of their bodies all the time, and we, we right. think, oh, my God, they're so happy and confident with their bodies. No, they're not. They're really fucking insecure, which is why they're doing all of that shit. Some could be. Let's put it that way. Let's make it easy. Most. So let's Fine. We can even make the argument that most could be that people who are seeking that kind of validation, women in particular, and I have a, I have a trigger towards women in particular who are in the fitness industry mm-hmm. who are continually, in, um, quote, unquote, inspiring. Yeah. Others by displaying their bodies in certain ways. And if Kim and I have made the very conscious decision to not put that kind of photography on our website, even though we could, we could, we work out for a living, essentially. So we get the privilege of being in our bodies and getting to play in that way. And as a result, our bodies look a certain way. Doesn't mean everybody wants to look like us, but we have... 
according to a societal model, most a and we have body types that most of society would really approve of. I don't know about mine, but probably that's not true. Oh, I don't think so at all. I think that's ridiculous. No, a lot of women don't like being bulky, but whatever. Okay, I don't, I don't really don't care. Okay, fair and fair enough. I'm I'm I get rejected on a lot of like oh they oh you're really slim so you must do a lot of yoga and it's like well no. It's a it's upsetting because like when they have those inspiration things of like oh this is what happens when women really work out and they show like like women who weight lift and they have women with like crazy muscle I'm like well I'm an example of somebody who lifts heavy it's or mostly like, genetics you know, that's the thing that people really don't understand is they're like oh I want that body so I'm gonna do what that person did but well, that's why I think it's kind of evil <laughs> it is lowercase e a capital it e is. <laughs> I don't know when other women are and then, first of all, if you have a beautiful body in your mind, no matter what your body looks like, I love that people are out there doing that. Mm-hmm. But we need to also acknowledge that there are women with particular body types that also are profiting off of a vehicle of oppression. Yes. That really does continually capitalize on the fears and insecurities and of the women around them. They're, and they're putting it in the lens of empowerment, which is something right. we're going to talk about a particular case so in let's, a moment. Let's talk. No, no, no. I wanted to okay, talk I'm about Okay, sorry, my bad. My bad. Yeah, shut up. I'm just concerned Shut about time. up. I'm concerned Shut about up. time. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there's this, <laughs> there's, I'm not. All the time. Uh, like these, this whole T-tops thing. I don't know if you've seen it. I have heard of it. And it sounds like essentially a diuretic and laxative. Yes, basically. And I'm like, that's, well, okay. And here's the thing. If you take something that's, cover your ears, Mel. If you take something that's gonna make you shit your brains out for a certain period, a certain period of time, then yeah, you're gonna lose weight. That happens. So it's people who are posting that it works. I mean, not eating works in that you'll lose weight because you're not eating. But as far as long term goals goes, it's not like you're gonna stick with whatever weight loss you manage to get from not eating. I think it's I want to say I think it's it's fair to acknowledge that it feels good in your body to be regular, to have your ability to go to the bathroom be something that's a healthy regular thing in your life because it's part of a, your natural detoxification system in your body, the way breathing is, your kidneys, your lymph, you know, we could go on and on, but I am a little disturbed when people go to those kind of herbal remedies and there's I think a valid time a legitimate time for that but when people do that in the name of well I've been eating really badly so I need to get rid of it it's almost like it undoes it or like I've been drinking a lot so I need to undo that and they think that the the feeling might be because you feel emptier and slimmer and Mm -hmm. especially if you've been eating it actually wrecks your metabolism if you do it too much it can and if you're somebody who like I want to acknowledge the feeling the reason it feels nice for some people is because if you have been eating in a way that doesn't support your particular body's optimal health, you may have been dealing with chronic constipation, um, feeling bloated, um, just feeling generally bad, like indigestion-wise. So once you kind of regulate that system, that's what those teas can do, arguably. It can regulate, but it's a very short-term strategy for just feeling good. And then you really have to build on having a regular, well-thought-out diet for yourself whatever it serves you yeah as a person and what i actually wanted to talk about is the word diet and and exercise so break it down with diet no matter what with diet or with exercise you're not going to get results meaning long-term results unless you like what you're eating and you like what you're doing yeah. so There's the reason the diets quote-unquote diets don't work is because people hate them and they don't continue with and so if you're doing something for a short-term result, fine. But if you want to change the way that you look and change the way that you feel, you have to find something that's agreeable to you. Mm-hmm. And look, that's not – there are people who have emotional issues with food, lots of people who have emotional issues with food, and that can't be dealt with with food itself. It has to be dealt with um, either through a therapist or, you know, self-investigation. To find the proper support. Right. And so there's that aspect of it. Um, but exercise as well – there's all these studies that I've seen put out that say you can't lose weight with exercise. And they're very they're they're mm-hmm. well done studies. Mm-hmm. Here and, and I agree with the premise, which is okay, you're only working out for five hours out of the week. That's right. not gonna make, make a significant impact. Um 
Well, and the thing is, work out and how we typically define it means people get on a treadmill. They're not, this is the problem with those studies. They're not talking about, like, what kind of working well, out. Well, I think the bigger problem with the studies is that they assume that everybody wants to lose weight, and that's why they're working out. And then everybody's working out the same way. So I've had people argue online, oh, well, if <laughs> exercise doesn't make me lose weight, what's the point of doing it? I don't know to fucking get stronger, to get healthier in general, to have better cardiovascular health, to increase your fucking, um, the, to increase your output of good hormones, including, like, gut motility, mm -hmm. serotonin, dopamine, other fucking endorphins. Like, there's five million reasons why you would actually want to exercise. Well, and also, uh, you know, it's, it should be said that this is where the conversation always comes around, whether in a group setting or to clients or in the study, is that the foundation of any healthy human being begins with the food you consume. And whether you are working out, quote-unquote, or living a life where you're trying to lose weight, whether you're living a life where you want to be a better aerialist or MMA player or uh, MMA fighter, excuse me, or you want to gain mass, everything you do has to also be primarily supported by the food you take in. Absolutely. Um, and not by the – listen to what I'm saying, folks. By the food you take in, not – well – when people start talking about healthier eating, well, I don't know what not to eat. It's not about what you don't yeah. eat. And I, I learned this from a brilliant nutritionist who told me once at a networking event. It's not about what you don't eat. It's about what you do eat. Yeah. So, like, we really need to put the focus on, like... It can't be about deprivation no. and punishment because it's a, if it's about deprivation and punishment, we get negative feelings about ourselves. And we build. And those have real physical. Those impacts. have real physical impacts. Um, Hormonally, right? You know, stress responses, uh, neurologically, digestively. So yes, how what you like to eat should be a part of. And food's life. not a punishment or a reward. Food is what builds your body, what nourishes your body. It's what it's what feeds you. It's what's it's what your body is made out of. So instead of viewing food as either reward or punishment, it's what's going to dictate how you live. So, Absolutely. you know, and I, you and I have, like, opposite end of the spectrum diets. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that you just have to find what works for you. And works is kind of funny, right? Because for me, I don't, what I eat isn't about what I want to look like. Me neither. Um, no, I don't want to, I will, I will take that back. I, if, if, I'm, I don't want to lie in that I'm not careful in terms of my per primary need is, do I need to feel good? But I don't allow myself to eat all the things I do. Like, I would love to eat Levon cookies, Levon right. bakery cookies every day, but I know I'll turn into a body shape that I don't necessarily want in myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I don't want to lie. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to be sensitive yeah. to the fact that there are certain, like... No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, if... It's you a know, smaller part. You don't part really of... want to eat that, though, because if you eat it, you'll feel guilty, and you don't want that to Right, and I also don't feel good in right. my body. Like, you feel bad. Like, you your digestively feel bad, because there's only so much sugar one can consume. Right. And that's kind of my... Actually, I actually had a Levon cookie, but literally I had, like, a quarter of it. Cookies are so yeah. amazing and rich and dense. But that's the thing, is that if I have a quarter of it, I'm like, that's all I need. I just have to listen to my body. If I, I eat the whole thing, then I'm going to be in pain The later. only time I ever had an entire Levon cookie in one sitting was when I broke it up for sex. <laughs> So, <laughs> wait, what? Like, I had half that cookie, and I really like it dipped in, like, a heavy whipping cream, <laughs> or, like, a heavy half and half, and then I had great sex, and then I was like, yeah, I'll be right back, and then I saw the cookie <laughs> on the table, and just, like, scarfed that motherfucker down, and was like, now I'm gonna make love to you, nom, 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 and they were like, where are you, are you, and I was like, like, it was the best thing in my life. That cookie was... If you need a good post-coital cookie, like, you need... You need to, Levon is... The, thank you. Levon, please sponsor us as well. Levon, the post-coital cookie. <laughs> I'm going to say... I don't think I've ever had the urge to eat after sex. I usually sleep. I know, agreed, but it was earlier in the day, and that cookie was yeah, it doesn't matter what sitting time, on the table calling... Like, the cookie... It was amazing because it's not like only was I physically satisfied and satiated sexually with another person. Then I got to sit by myself, like sneak out into the kitchen. And you are so bizarre. I like, make love to myself <laughs> <laughs> with the cookie. 
And it was amazing knowing that there oh had somebody God. waiting for me still to kind of cuddle and hang out with, but I took a cookie break on my own, and it was, it was fucking great. Like, it was life was amazing. So I just want to uh, say, so we do care about what we eat. And now I'm, I'm facing a personal battle because um, in my, I've been recently competing in jiu-jitsu, and... I'm my... so proud of you. Oh, I cry. I, you. I don't cry in front of Kim because she'll punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm not gonna punch. I've never punched you in the face. If it most I'll ever do is just roll my eyes and just walk away from you. <laughs> By the way, oh. I guess that's equivalent to like a metaphorical punch in the face like to you, being but punched in the heart, <laughs> right in the dick, right. just dick punch, just a dick punch, right, right in the dick, in the vagina, right, right there, in the trumpet. Except that your little tiny fist will probably like somehow penetrate me and I'll be traumatized. <laughs> So that's terrible. That's disgusting. How it won't you, even fit in how there. How did you say that? How did you say that? <laughs> okay, goodbye. Um, I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, right. So, okay. The problem is <clears throat> I have a lot of muscle and bone mass. Yeah, and fat, which is fine. So, I'm 5'2", and I compete at 140. Mm-hmm. Every girl in my division is like 5'9", mm-hmm. and I gotta stop. I gotta, I gotta go down a weight class, which unfortunately means I have to lose about 14 pounds. That's a lot. It is, and you are mostly muscle. And I'm trying to find a way to drop without it being punishment to me, because it feels like punishment. Yeah, because it's not how you you will have to at some point accept that you'll have to lose muscle as well. I'll have to lose muscle because it's not like you have an enormous amount of fat to lose. Whatever you that's and that's kind of the point of this conversation is your food has to support whatever your goals are realistically. Right. Like I want to be able to. I would love to leg press 400 pounds like Coco does, Coco of Coco and Ice Tea. Yes. But um, I can't do that eating like tomatoes and a stir fried mushroom. Which is pretty much what she eats normally. Right, and then being like, I'm full. Like, that's not. Remember when I came over to your house for dinner and we had like mushrooms and greens, and I'm like, hey. You're like, this is um you liked it um oh i liked it it was just a good snack i'm five foot three and i think i weigh close to 125 now which is super exciting to me um i am i am surprisingly dense i don't look it necessarily but i'm i'm more on the heavy muscle side i don't my bones are pretty light but it's amazing that with what i carry the mass i have and with how i eat i am proud of the fact that i can't deadlift like 145 recently, yeah, or like that I max out at 290 on, on the, the leg, leg press. press, you know, or 350 on the reclining press, you know, like you have. But if I want more and I want to be like Coco and leg press 400, mm-hmm. I gotta eat differently. Doesn't mean I, I don't know how I would have to start eating. Probably meat would be helpful. You'd have to eat meat, but probably. like, or I would have to eat. I already probably consume. You probably would have to eat more in one sitting. I'm not quite yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know how she would doesn't make that happen. I already had an enormous meal right now. She's like a bird. Like day. Enormous meal? You had a fucking sandwich. I had a sandwich. It was very full, and I had that smoothie, and that's because I'm going to go lift after we do this. So so much food. But I'm I like, what you're going to do with yourself. I feel like I'm going to have to meet a wheelbarrow and roll myself to the subway. Mm. So let's move on to fitness trends. Yes? Yeah. So the main takeaway from that is that um, you can't just escape a lifestyle change. Like, if you really do want a different body, ignore all of those ads. And by the way, fitness professionals who put out shit, and this was specifically going towards this one program. I saw this one program. I'm not going to name it. It's okay. a yoga program, and it's like 21 days to a better body, and it promises you a better body in 21 days. That kind of shit really pisses me off because I get it. It's marketing, but it's lies. It's fucking lies because it's not <sighs> – there's no quick fix. It's a lifestyle change if you really, really want to change. And all of the people who are out there saying that, oh, such and such workout gives you this, such and such d- diet, whatever, gives you this, it's it's all a bunch of lies. You might see results right away because you're doing something different. Right, and if you've been sedentary, you'll see right. that. Right, and here's the thing. I work with a couple of women now who, over the last few months, have actually achieved the bodies that they wanted, but it took time it was gradual and consistency time and consistency i mean this one woman works out with me four times a week consistency is really hard for human beings yeah and um yeah i also want to point out and i think we should do an entire podcast on the 
the fitness modeling industry is so constructed, the images you see. Like, All of it. Any modeling anywhere. Like, for instance, if I wanted to do some fitness modeling because I don't have a lot of body fat, it would be very easy for me to come from a workout, vascularize, not eat, stay in that kind of, like, skin tightened, having sweat out, less, you know, retaining not as much water, and have you see, like, the four-pack that, you know, or the musculature of my arms and legs that isn't evidently there half an hour after I'm done working out, drink a lot of water, have some broccoli, and then it's all gone. Like, it's... Or post-coital cookies. Or my post-coital cookies. Like, people, when you see certain images of, like, muscle and people doing things, particularly that's why Instagram is very popular for, like, look at me in the middle of my workout stuff, you are normal. You are abnormally pumped up and vascularized, meaning there's a lot of circulation going to your muscle. So that's going to be the look, and that is something that is used in fitness modeling. So understand that even the, the best fitness model doesn't, quote-unquote, look like that all the time. Yes. And then, okay, so what are we going to... Speaking of fitness trends, there's a couple I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. uh, I'm so going angry on already. now. No, 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 the first one, okay. uh, there's two, and they're contrasted differently, okay. and it's not in the same context as what we were just talking about. Okay. So the first one is this interesting thing that my friend Zakia. Hi, Zakia. I think she's probably Zakia. listening. Hi, Zakia. Hi. She's the one that got me the LeVon cookie. So now you know what Mel uses it for. Um, I got you a LeVon cookie. The, the last Are one you... that I just ate yesterday, you asshole. Oh, okay. I'm not oh, saying you, you never got Jesus. me one. The kid, get off my junk. Tim's mine. Okay. I love you, Tim. She also brought me cheesecake the other day, so. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, fuck both of you. And sh- and socks. Cool. Are you gonna start a business with her? Maybe. And socks. And socks. Yeah. Okay. So people bring me gifts. <laughs> bring them um, to me. Offerings. Where's this fucking green line right here? Is that like what we're not supposed to go I don't over? Know what the fuck All right, is. so. There is this new trend in Soho called Con Body, and it was started by an ex-convict, and all of the trainers are ex-convicts. Which I love. So, yes, so here's the thing. I do Uh, know somebody who does this, and I think it's actually a great thing. Go on. It's like prison-style workouts, but actually from people who were in prison. I like it, and I don't like it. So, as far as the workouts go, I mean, I, I suppose they're fine. Obviously... They can't be that balanced because they're all body weight. So yeah. unless you're doing a whole bunch of like body weight rows and pull ups. Oh, things I love like that, that they even have like the prison yard look. Yeah. So okay. here's the thing, I love <laughs> that it's giving ex cons an opportunity for work. Yeah, which is I very love it. difficult for. It many is, and the thing is, which doesn't make any sense because they've served their prison sentence, which some of them were probably wrongfully convicted mm, for. But we're not going to talk are, about. Yeah, that's. We're not going to talk about the justice system and how fucked up it is. But let's just assume that they were rightfully convicted, which is a large assumption. They've served their time. But it's really hard for them to get jobs. But here's the funny part about this con body thing, is because people are so obsessed about the way that they look, mm. they they would envy somebody who was in prison. They would envy somebody who was in prison yeah, and want that body, so they want to go to these classes. But most of the classes that it's I've seen online, brilliant marketing tool. It, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Most of the people I've seen online are like uh, these white chicks. Yeah, and the course. reason I'm bringing up race, I'll talk about it in a moment. In New York City, I'm assuming she's in But New here's York. the thing: those women would never, in a million years, work with any of those ex-cons in any other. Yeah, if they were like, I'm a personalized trainer. I'm going to come to your home. They'd be like, oh, no, no. But here's the thing. So they're 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 there and they're taking pictures. Um, they take like these mugshot style pictures. They take pictures of them being behind bars. Wow. Part of me is like, okay, I don't like how that's actually mocking people who have actually done time, yeah. especially people who have been wrongfully convicted. But then there's a part of me that's like, he he he, these ex convicts are taking are taking advantage of these white people, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I, you know, I have to say that I. Having having spoken to a couple of personal trainers who are in in this, who have been as they call it a dark place mm-hmm. or the house, mm-hmm. um, what people need to realize, and this is very serious, and this is what part of the conversation. First of all, I think there's a an amazing spiritual aspect to being a person who has come out of prison successfully, uh, survived that experience, and then is trying to better yourself, and that using your body in such a degrading situation that prison is is a 
is a spiritual basis of yoga, which I love, and of a lot of physical esoteric practices. But also that people in prison, particularly male prisons, from my understanding, having not been in either one, um, have to look a certain way. And that's why there's this obsession with, well, let me go to the yard and get strong because people will fuck with you. You'll get gang raped. You'll be assaulted or shanked or you won't get to eat the food you want. And because it's a whole other culture. And so when people are, I find it fascinating when people are buying into this trend of, ooh, the prison workout to get you the body you want. Yeah, it's a workout based on survival. So that's part of why it bothers me, right? Is it's like, those people who are going to take the, that class aren't understanding the trauma that the instructors have had to go through. Um, and that they survive. But then, then I'm body. like, okay, well, they're making money off of... Uh, it helps, off, you know. Honestly, it, it, does help. it helps the instructor. It does. I'm kind of all for it. Does. it. I but just I just want people to know, that's why, like, black guys in the park who do, like, amazing push-ups and pull-ups with, like, uh, playground stuff. Yeah, that's, that's making like, a pretty sweeping assumption, though. No, you don't. Know that no, you don't um, please let me be very clear. You don't look at black people in a park doing that and go, oh, because he clearly went to prison, he knows that workout. That is not what I'm advocating. But what I am saying is that the style of movement of, like, I have to, for many people, learning how to use the equipment in that is available in a playground is the same equipment that was available in a prison, no matter what color you are. But we do know that this privatized prison corporation, industrial complex that exists, targets Latinos and black people. Yeah. So this is, let's be real about that as well. But that it's coming from a place of survival and not like, I'm going to do 100 pull-ups because it's going to look really dope when I get out of here and I get on Instagram. Nobody, that's not a good balance thing for no. the body. That's why crossfitting is, for most people, not a great idea. But they do that so that they can survive and be strong and defend themselves. So it's also because they don't have shit else to do. You That's also have thing. nothing else to do, so you can either use your body. And this is what I was told. I am not making these assumptions. I was told by people in that place that you learn to use your body not only for protection, but as a means to elevate above the experience of being trapped. And instead of getting into the prison culture, which is often very violent and extraordinarily degrading as i've already said then you float you want to float above that using your body and it's a form of meditation and i find that admirable and amazing and so if it's helping x you know it's um, it's helping them get work for sure and then i'm all for it but it is hilarious i i do think it's funny that they're taking advantage of of people in that way and i don't mind it i think that that's brilliant as long as it helps them honestly that's where i'm at as long as it helps them great so we have something on the other other end of the spectrum and here's the thing i have i don't know this chick and if somebody does know this chick and i'm completely wrong about her please let me know but there's another uh fitness trend out there that actually has me furious it's called booty yoga, B U T I. Where is that derived from? Booty. I'm gonna tell you in a second. I don't it's, even know what that stands it's a, for. So, it's invented. It was invented by this white chick, and race is important here, and we'll talk about why in a moment. But it was invented by this white chick who I'm assuming was raised in wealth because part of the reason why she um, started this was because she got into a skiing accident, and skiing is, a, as you know, a privileged sport. She got in a skiing accident. She used to work out a lot. She ended up um, getting into yoga after the skiing accident, and she found that she loved yoga. Um, By the way, no elements of this story thus far are anything we have a problem with. No. Like, no. you can be any color, be privileged, right. have a skiing accident, discover yoga, and we're happy for you. Like, did that help you in your life? That's fucking great. Like, But awesome. then she went on to... <laughs> but here's the problem, folks. In develop her own style of yoga, which is fine. We have our own style. So, Bhuti is in an Indian Maharati, Maharati word, which means the cure to something hidden or kept secret. Okay. So, here's the thing. And it's also an af, uh, a euphemism for booty, like your ass. Yes, exactly. And getting you a nice, tight ass, because what's better than marrying Eastern spiritualism that nobody really understands fully what the fuck they're talking about, and your ass. So, Come on. that's my problem with it, is now we're there upset. is no... <laughs> It's so appropriate and yes, I'm making that a word. It I is so it. appropriate that it's 
really fucking insulting to a lot of people. So what she's describing and what she's doing is she's combining yoga with quote unquote tribal dance. And I'm like, which tribe are you from? The fucking white white people tribe in Ireland? And I love that tribal <laughs> dance. We don't even know. We're not even distinguishing like an well, island from a place from like what geography. But she, we all have a particular so thing in and, mind. You know, and I think she's actually changed the wording now to where it says uh, primal movement um, instead of tribal dance. Probably because some people had a problem with her saying tribal think, dance. Yeah. Um, and there's like on her Instagram, she has like oh African dance dem- demonstrations. Yet everyone in the room is white. Um, she has Native American oracle card readings that are in English, uh, read by white people. Um, she has, I guess she's got like, she mixes twerking into her classes. Um, and she basically teaches in her underwear, which here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. You can teach in your underwear. But she comes off as someone who wants to talk about female empowerment and so I guess she's teaching in her underwear, much in the same way Kim Kardashian claims to be a feminist because she goes on Instagram and shows her tits off. But it's not empowering to have a skinny white body in front of you when you look like most people in this country look. Let's break it down for people who are like, why can't she be proud of her skinny white body? No, no, no. I'm going to be, as, as, a, as a woman who is often looked at as skinny. Let you me, are skinny. Let me, let me just put that out there. Um, be proud of all your body. You're fat in your head. I'm fat in my head. <laughs> actually, um, no, that you can't say that because that's actually a derogatory term for Mexicans. Okay, that's can. Whoa! All right, so, <laughs> so many feelings. Um, <laughs> no, so, really, it is. As a skinny woman, in certain contexts, I. What other contexts are you not skinny? I'm just trying to be sensitive to all contexts. Shut the fuck up. It is not empowering when you're trying to empower. You are implying that you already recognize that there is a group of people, in this case women, who are lacking agency because they are oppressed by a bigger machine. When this machine raises or elevates a particular standard, and we all know that there's always been a very present Eurocentric standard of beauty, Mm -hmm. it is not empowering to the people who lack agency to embrace themselves to use that same standard as the leader of a revolution in other words white is normal and everything else is not normal that's why it is more shocking attention grabbing and controversial to have quote-unquote plus-size models Mm -hmm. on sports illustrated who by the way arguably are First of all, are gorgeous. Ashley Graham is fucking beautiful. But she's also not representative of all plus-size women. She has a very classic Raphaelite hourglass shape. And I have a friend who has said to me, I would love to see the fat, titless, giant-bodied, big-bellied, super plus-size supermodel. Like, this is what we're trying to break down, that if I want to empower women in my yoga classes, I'm not going to, like, walk around half-naked and go, look how comfortable I am with myself. Like... There's an argument for everybody being comfortable in their own skin. Right. But you don't get to say to a group of people who are oppressed. And that's the thing. And he like yeah, all all women are oppressed. Let's just and put all it that women way. are oppressed. But there, her, yes. There's a difference between feminism and white feminism. And a lot of white feminists get really upset when women of color say that there's a difference, but there is. There is and the struggles of women of color are different than the struggles of white women. And that's where I think where we need to be careful with language. It's not that the feminism itself is different. It's the application. It all comes down to, okay, it's very it's very simple. It's not easy. It's simple. This is my opinion. Feminism means, quote, unquote, men and women are created equal. Right. Women are, should be treated like humans. Done. It simply acknowledges that women have not been treated as equal or human at all times. The practical application of achieving the goal as defined by feminism, mm-hmm. has to vary yes. by whom it is being used. Uh, yes. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So be any color, be any body shape, and be happy well, with it. But understand that when you're trying to affect a particular change... Well, that's the thing. Is she's If you look at her Instagram change. even, um, and like I said, if I am wrong in any way about any of this, then feel free to contact me because I would love to be wrong about this. Um, I see a, a small, skinny blonde white woman in underwear teaching things from brown people to a bunch of other white women and it fucking pisses me off and and if i'm wrong about that then i'm wrong about it but like 
tribal dance, um, things that were Hindu called spirituality. Yeah. He called them bodhisattvas, Native American oracle, like just stealing shit from brown people to like market your own agenda and calling it female empowerment. When in reality, you're teaching a bunch of bitches who look just fucking like you. That's not female empowerment, and it, in my mind, it's not yoga. I and I I want to say that it's very even if you're getting caught up in the the our anger and having our trigger for that because we're using words like white and we're talking about race and all that you don't have to talk about it in that context simply switch it up to do you think a Buddhist monk like a legit Buddhist monk a legit bodhisattva okay someone who has given up their entire life for to the help well-being the rest of others of us. that's what a bodhisattva Reach is enlightenment are they gonna be approving of a westernized privileged woman saying oh i'm gonna call this booty sattva because i'm talking about how great my ass looks in a particular according to a particular societal context and criteria because i I don't fucking agree with it's okay everybody i i think everybody's beautiful in their own way but like (laughs) no stop but stop complicating it but it is it's okay steve buscemi we still love you i actually think he was really hot in what higher boardwalk, boardwalk empire because because like i'm always going to be attracted to like okay, we're, white men that's oh, basically okay. it well, i don't i don't pick thing. them anymore because i'm that's in therapy now thing. but i've recovered from that <laughs> but whatever so wow but anyways a legit bodhisattva buddhist monk is not going to probably appreciate the use of that language nor will native americans nor will um hip-hop heads who actually do twerk normal you know tribal dance people who actually teach african dance tribal dance the history of where this movement tradition comes from so please please try to elevate your thinking a little bit and go beyond the trend itself and it's it's not i I don't like how it's disguised behind i really don't like how it's disguised behind female empowerment because it's not it's actually trapping women further in the vehicle of like yes i believe of look of oh i want to look like that so i'm gonna move like this well look at me i'm so free i'm dancing around my house in my underwear yeah do that anyway do that anyway but don't fucking call it female empowerment just because you're trying to make some money it's yeah i saw something on instagram recently that really bothered me where like a woman had a shot and by the way she had a beautiful ass i am not taking that from her in the way i would define a beautiful ass round and perky and lovely and they had it sticking out and was doing that kind of instagram shot and heard the name of her i don't remember it was something about being like a boss and there's a lot of female empowerment or as kim said there's a lot of activity and behavior females are displaying under the guise of female empowerment or be your boss, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? I'm a boss, and I don't feel the need to seek validation in the same way that women have been subjugated. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem with modern, quote-unquote, feminism. Be beautiful and express your sexuality. Do whatever you want. But let's let's just be careful about the problem it's is, about being honest with yourself. Like, also, the problem is the majority, when the majority of women are still seeking validation mm-hmm. in the way that once objectified and disempowered us, yes. that is why patriarchy exists. Well, that's my whole entire point with Kim Kardashian claiming to be a feminist and, like, showing off her ass and her tits on Instagram. Look, I don't care if people show off their ass and their tits on Instagram, but it just so happens that people doing it have perfect ass and perfect tits. They'll Photoshop their shit or they fucking get surgery or whatever. All of that's fine. But you're doing it from a place of insecurity, most likely. And the fact that you have to show it off and seek validation is just proof of that. And that's not really empowering women. Once I see women, and I do, showing their bodies off who don't have quote-unquote perfect bodies and being fine with it, that's more empowering. Oh, it is. And people, by the way, have a humongous backlash against that. When Recently, a couple months ago, on one Runner's World magazine, mm-hmm. I don't think it was Ashley Graham, but there was another plus-size model who was running in, like, mm-hmm. a sports bra and leggings, mm-hmm. like any normal runner would. And because she had belly, and still not a lot, in my opinion, like, stuff going on, people were like, that's not a healthy example of running. And no, <laughs> like, clearly it is, though, because yeah. she's fucking able to do it every day. Right. So, like, yeah. Like, what we view as healthy is actually not healthy in most circumstances. What we view as healthy are people who are insecure and seeking validation and There's so we really need to change our mindset about that easy way out and i would love for young women and i say young women because they're going to be the next wave of the of feminists i want young women to find other ways to validate themselves and not continue to seek it 
Yes. Particularly and the last human sexuality. So the reason why we brought up this whole entire race thing, because when I say the word white, it pisses people off. So here's the thing. I'm half white. white. I'm half white. My father is a white man. My mother is an immigrant from Vietnam. Um, I Kim just happens to look very much more Asian. It depends on who you're talking about. That to. is true, too. Um, but I have, because of my whiteness, I have received white privilege before. But people have an issue with me saying white for some reason. I don't understand why. I understand why. But here's the thing. White privilege doesn't mean that everything's fine and dandy for you if you're white. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that you don't have your no, own personal of struggles. Not. But what it means is that if you were black or a person of color, your life be would worse. be significantly harder. And that's just true. Oh, well, let's put it... Okay, okay, but this is why I like to be very specific with our language, both in anatomy and we're talking politics, that the parts of your life, quote-unquote, that if you're a person of color are harder, are the built-in institutions that are already biased against you. Which is everything. Which is everything. Which is everything. But, but that's why I want to be clear when people are like, it's not, it, okay, here's where it's harder and not harder. Ready? Um, and this is hard not to find things for, particularly for African Americans right now, mm-hmm. because of all the media surrounding police brutality that has always existed, by the way. Um, uh, okay, so like the examples that have a repeated studies that have been done over and over where if you send out the same exact resume to employers and they have a black person, a stereotypical quote-unquote black person name, mm-hmm. and you can do that what you like in your head, or uh, a stereotypical white recognized Caucasian name, mm-hmm. or a stereotypical um, Hispanic name. Yeah. Um, it is the same exact resume, by the way, and the most likely to get called back is going to be the Caucasian the white name. name. Yeah. And that is the example that, right, that's all it is. Like, it's, it's we're still working with biases in our minds. It's also, it's built it's, into the school system. What the fuck are you doing? By, okay, will you stop itching and you're making background noise? Stop it. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm going to so punch good. you. I'm going to punch you because oh apparently that's what I do. I stop! I need a out. No. Here. Okay. So. I rub up my people arguing? No. Okay, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I promise. Sometimes. It's, there is built in, there are built in mechanisms in our society. And the thing is, the people who are saying that race doesn't matter are all white people. No, there's some Okay, so it's with a sprinkle, hold on, hold on. With a very small percentage, we're talking like less than 5% of others, right? But for the most part, it's people for whom race does not matter. But race does matter. Oh, everything matters in our society. Gender, race, and sexuality, Part of my disenchantment with yoga, particularly in New York City, is you can go into any classroom and see an absence of people who you would ordinarily see on the street. Of course. And it's a problem. Of course. It is a problem. And it's, um, that is why, to kind of talk reference what we were talking about earlier, our website looks the way it does in that we're not doing the overt half-naked body shots with us lifting up a kettlebell or me in a yoga pose or whatever the fuck it is because we don't want it to be about that. We want it to be about improving your mental game just as much as giving you whatever physical goals, helping you meet those goals. And we have taken a hit. Like it is a lot harder to be a female personal trainer and not sell your body and we are behind the curve. There are people who are selling lies and misinformation like Tracy Tracy Anderson? Yep. Like, she doesn't know shit. She sells essentially anorexia and then, or bulimia, bulimia depending on the day, <laughs> the misinformation she writes. In she actually has an eating disorder. Um, And I'm sorry for her if she does. Like, that's a terrible pain that I think every human being deserves to be supported through. But please don't sell that shit to other people. Tell yourself as some health guru. And by the way, if you think it's just us, Go to any of the articles she's written, and you will see in the commentary nothing but other angry personal trainers trying to eke out a living, helping people with real information. And the thing is, it's not like we're not trying to make money. In fact, we're, we're plugging we're our book. Yeah, living. buy we're our book. Living, but if you like true. what we have to say, buy our book. Right. Off smarterbodies.com. Uh, but yeah, because we have to like make a living, but... Exactly. The difference is we're not trying to do that we're not lying lie to people. you. We're not going to oppress you. We're going to we'll do, we'll do our, da- our darndest not to. And if we are in any way hurting someone, we're open to a conversation about it. But I'm not willing to be part of that fucking machine. I'm a strong feminist, and so is Kim. And if that means I don't 
I will sacrifice, as somebody told me recently, uh, a really nice guy in my gym was like, you should do what you're doing here on Instagram and you know, like your sports bra and, and yoga pants. I'd look at that shit. Oh, thank you. That's a really nice I, thing, that's, I guess. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I definitely want people jerking off to my Instagram. That's like, what I want. I, and first of all, like, even if that's like on some ego level, well, that's nice. But I actually want people interested in what I have to say. And he is bringing up a valid point that in this world, people are attracted to what they see. Mm-hmm. And so because Kim and I have made that conscious decision not to market in that way, we are taking a hit. Mm-hmm. We are not as successful as other people. And it's, you know, even in the way that at least my body looks, sometimes it's hard for me to get women because they assume, to get women to train because they assume that if they're going to train the way I train, that they're going to look like me, which is not the case at all, actually. Um, it's it's really hard for people to go beyond that. And, and it's a shame that anyone would look at you and say, First of all, women can look however they want. Right. But for someone to look at another woman and see her strength and go, "Ooh, that's but I not don't want to be that feminine. bulky." I don't want to. No, be... they don't say that I don't want to be feminine, and I don't really give a shit because at the end of the day, I have a vagina, and that's the most feminine thing I could you possibly also have. You are clearly a woman. <laughs> this is very much indicative, though, of the of uh, when Serena Williams, who is incredibly powerful as an athlete. And, and sexy as hell, in my and, opinion. And sexy as hell, a couple of years ago, was being um, some angry man, who probably isn't as strong as she is, um, said, oh, well, she wins all these tennis matches because she's essentially a man. And J.K. Rowling, the writer of Harry Potter, tweeted um, a picture of Serena Williams in a dress, having a very stereotypical feminine, feminine red carpet moment, and said, yeah, because this is what my husband looks like in a dress, you fucking moron. Yeah. Like, Let's not, or like when, or people look at Ronda Rousey or other women we think are strong and say, oh, she looks like a man. No, she looks like a strong woman. Why? Because she's a strong woman. Like, (laughs) that's it. I am the definition of a strong woman. Kim is the definition of a strong woman because we are strong in our own ways. Like, and I know that sounds very utopian, but it's also true. And the more, the less we are trying to gain power by disempowering others, Mm -hmm. the Faster this vehicle to liberation. See, I don't run. really care so much about people telling me that I look like a man or people saying that Ronda Rousey or Cyborg or Gabby Garcia look like men. It's I just want women to stop caring, basically. That we're we're so far away. From oh, that. we're so far away. That's so far why away. I'm saying. But I want them to stop caring to the point that I can say that we can talk shit to yes, each other. Because yeah. it's not like I want to build some society where I can't. Look at someone and not make fun of them. Yeah. I yeah. want to be able to make fun of them and have them go, ah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is a much more progressive level of a society where, like... I just don't want to be tiptoeing around and be, like, so PC to the point that no yeah. one can say anything. Because I think that that's bullshit. Because that's not reality. No. And I agree with you. But it's kind of like, when will weddings stop being referred to as gay weddings? You know, versus straight weddings and like just be. I, I I I'm fine with that because I'd almost I would only want to go to a gay wedding. <laughs> I would too. I mean, they are more fabulous, but like what? And that's a stereotype. I'm actually much more likely to go to a wedding if it's a gay wedding. I'm like I'm there. And as much as people are like that's a stereotype, I'm sorry. When I go to a wedding and it's a shit show, and I've been to terrible straight shit show weddings, and if I see a, a gay one that's like that, then my mind will be broken open to the possibility of but a disgusting no. gay wedding. But thus far, they're always amazing. Yep, so always amazing. Whatever you can suck that dick. All fucking day long. Well. Yeah, so that's a good place to end. <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, Kim, I'm really, you want to talk about, okay, I feel like we got to wrap it up. We can talk about Luke Cage next week. I would love to because he's a beautiful man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, the reason I want to talk about Luke Cage is because there's a bunch of white people who are saying that, the, that Luke Cage is too black. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. Can we do that? Because this is a Well, long... all I wanted to say is that it's dumb because every other show is the opposite of that. What's oh. Friends? There's two ways. <laughs> um, no, I agree. That's ridiculous. Plus, Luke Cage is talking about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know what's funny? And every standard. Before, before he came out, and I watched Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is actually really fucking I awesome. I fucking, okay, we need to have a breakdown about the next podcast oh, about Luke I lo- Cage So here's Jessica the thing. Jones. I love Jessica Jones, and I'm like, yeah, there needs to be more female superhero movies and blah, blah, blah. And then I saw Luke Cage, I'm like, no, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Can, yeah, I'm totally. Can, can he be naked again? 
See, within like five minutes watching that, I was like, why is his shirt still on? Why? There's so much untapped There's potential so, here. It's the clothing Plus, is like so Deadpool had a full full frontal. Why can't he have a why full can't, frontal? Like Ryan Reynolds, you're lovely, but like I would really Yes, I know it's hypocritical <laughs> that we are um I'm allowed to sexualizing and objectifying man. Beautiful, beautiful black so... man. So my idea of a great sexual black experience, which I haven't had, it would be um <laughs> To be part of a Luke Cage, Id- and I don't know the actor's real name, Idris. I think Al- it's like Mike Cole. Okay, whatever his name is, it'll be. I could. It could be Melissa, and I'd be like, "Yep, that works." Um, uh, a, a Luke Cage, Idris Elba, sandwich. Oh my god. In which I am the meat, <laughs> or the tomato, whatever. <laughs> that would be. Oh what? <laughs> would you have your postcoital cookies? I love on cookies for days. So you kidding? <laughs>